Hello and welcome to another episode of At the Table and today is Mindset Monday. Welcome to the party of growth and inspiration. It's not always easy. It's not, but it's worth celebrating because it's such a journey. So wherever you are, just celebrate where you're at. Right, right. And if you've been following us at all, you know that we uh, talk on Mindset Mondays about a couple of really awesome books that we're reading. Our goal is to read one like personal growth book and one like business growth book um, together. And the magic that happens with those things, two things is incredible because they intertwine. And so uh, welcome to our journey. We're here to... Choose and decide. Choose and decide and grow right alongside you. So um, you get to watch our journey and we hope you it helps you on yours. Yes. Yeah. So our books right now are The Voice of Knowledge by Don Miguel Ruiz. And we are on, uh, I want to say chapter five this week on this book. And in Career Self-Care by Minda Zetlin, we are on chapter 18. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in John McElroy's The Book of uh, The Voice of Knowledge this week, we're talking about the storyteller, which is yourself. Right. Because you're the storyteller of your own story. You are the only one who has experienced your reality in the way that you have experienced it and how you turn that into. Like, um, reality is a perception of how you interpret the world around you. So, so which is I have a, I love this chapter. It mm-hmm. gives us some examples. Mm-hmm. So a personal example for me is my brother will often come over to me instead of our mom, because we have a similar story around our mom. Mm-hmm. When other people are like, go visit your mom. He's like, I don't think that's safe for me. He'll come visit me. Mm-hmm. So, because he can feel comfort in that, I understand why he doesn't want to go visit mom, right? Because that's right. a story that we share. Right. So, having a shared story. So, this is what kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. And then, even in that shared story, we have different perceptions. Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up, his perception was that our mom always liked girls better. My perception was mom always liked boys better. So, when we had that conversation, we both were just like, Wow, really? Really? Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's through our own filter, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how we see the world and um how we experience love yes. in the world. Right? Right. So yeah. so each individual, so we have different layers of of our stories, right? Mm-hmm. But there's only one version of our own story. Correct. That's what we're talking about. Yes. So points to ponder this week. You are the author of an ongoing story you tell yourself in your story. Everything is about you and it has to be that way because you are the center of your perception. The story is told from your point of view. One more time. The story is told from your point of view. How you see things is not the same way that somebody else will see things, even if it's the same exact thing. Mm Right? Right. Yes. <clears throat> Number two, you create an image for the secondary characters in your story and you assign them a role to play. The only thing you know about is the secondary characters 
about the secondary characters is the story you create about them. The truth is that you don't know anyone and nobody knows you either. That's a hard concept Mm -hmm. to sit with. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to say the person who knows me most, the person who knows me best is my husband. And he still doesn't know me the way I know me. Right. After 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. We've been together 22 years at this point. And I know that he still doesn't know everything about me because he hasn't experienced life in the same, in the same way that I have. Right. Right. Um, Even the shared experiences in life, like, um, the difference in how you both handle or receive the information about mm-hmm. diagnoses of your children, right? Mm-hmm. Even though that's a shared experience, the experience of experiencing that was completely different for you. Absolutely. And completely different for him. Right. And our grieving process is different. And how we handle situations is different from each other, even though we have been partners in life for 22 years. I don't know everything about him. He doesn't know everything about me. And I think that's really providing for people that are like, but if we're just together long enough and they'll understand. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Like honest, clear communication. That's my number one. Radical (laughs) advice, radical truth. Um, Number with yourself, like that radical truth with yourself so that you can communicate. Mm-hmm. Like it just starts here first. Mm-hmm. So crazy. This next topic Feels keeps crazy. coming up. So we're going to keep talking yeah. about it. Um, respect. Respect is one of the greatest expressions of love. If other people try to write your story, it means they don't respect you. They consider that you are not a good artist who can write your own story, even though you were born to write your own story. If other people try to write your story, it means they don't respect you. That's a big one. (laughs) So let's talk about that word respect. Mm -hmm. So I uh, got the handy Google out and got the dictionary term of respect out. A feeling of deep adam. admiration uh, for someone or something elicited by their abilities qualities or achievements or due regard for the feelings wishes rights or traditions of others so this is when we say that we feel respected in a certain way or we feel disrespected in a certain way this is what we're talking about was due regard for the feelings wishes rights or traditions of others okay i feel like that's really important because if we look back on history mm-hmm. we've had whole wars based on disrespect of somebody's beliefs yeah there are other their, their, their stories their story. Their okay. story. And that's where it all starts. So I feel like that's really, really important. Um, the next point this week is the only way to change your story is to change what you believe about yourself. If you clean up the lies you believe about yourself, the lies you believe about everybody else will change. 
Every time you change the main character of your story, the whole story changes to adapt to the new main character. You're the main character. So if you have not Mm -hmm. been being the main character in your Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. and you start being and seeing yourself as the main character Mm -hmm. and then we're giving to others from our overflow Mm -hmm. right because we're doing the self-care we're doing we're not pouring from a half full cup we're giving from the overflow we're taking care of ourselves because we are important yes right so you're worthy of being taken care of and you decide that you start doing it, you're serving others, Mm -hmm. then we're also, it goes right into what we're talking about in the next book too. So it's like, it's a great cycle to be in. Yeah. And we're, we're really going to be talking a lot about this, um, this whole concept of the lies you believe about yourself, you know, changing that narrative, changing that narrative. And how that changes you, because I know it's changed me. Mm-hmm. I've had some pretty impactful revelations over the last like couple of weeks. It's been awesome. Um, next point before we get lost. Yes. Don't waste your time taking anything personally. When other people talk about you, they are really talking to the secondary character in their story. Whatever people say about you is just a projection of their image of you. It has nothing to do with you. And you can see that happen. um, Like if you're in a group Mm -hmm. and you can see somebody react to someone else Mm -hmm. instead of choosing and deciding. Mm -hmm. And you can see how they're projecting themselves. Like it's so interesting to watch now that we know these things like and experienced what that means to not take things personally and be able to separate that out and help somebody else through that process a little bit. Mm -hmm. And even pointed out in each other. When it's like, well, um, I think you took that a little personally. Let's unpack that, right? Right. And we, we allow space for that. We do know. allow space yeah. for that. So, again, whatever people say about you is just a projection of their image of you has nothing to do with you. And the truth is they don't really know you. Right. Okay. Last, follow those four agreements, man. Come on. Right. The last one in the voice of knowledge this week is humans are the storytellers of God or spirit or whatever you believe in. It is our nature to make up stories, to interpret everything we perceive. Without awareness, we give our personal power to the story and the story writes itself. With awareness, we recover the control of our story. We see that we are the authors and we don't like our story and we change it. That's exactly where we are right now. Awareness. The awareness. Awareness. And just having different awareness. And like everything that we've ever done to learn, we're aware we don't know something, to, to grow, we're aware that there's more for us out there, mm-hmm. right? We can feel the pull. Like we kept feeling the to do this podcast. No idea what he's feeling the pull about. <laughs> but you feel you it. And it it brought us here, right? Yeah. 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 Fenrir yeah. got us lost. He he thinks he needs second breakfast. He's like a hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I feel like this last piece is the most important piece in this book is that um, 
Without awareness, we give our personal power to the story and the story writes itself. With awareness, we recover the control of our story. We see that we are the authors. And if we don't like our story, we have the power to change it. Boom. Okay. And then in Career Self-Care by Minda Zetlin this week, we are talking about making work work for parents and the guilt and shame associated with working and parenting at the same time. It's heavy. It is. It's so hard. I remember literally driving to work crying, leaving my child at home. I've quit jobs because of my kids needing care. I never want someone to feel like the guilt, the guilt, do that or, um, you know, have to feel so separated from their children. Right. Right. Um, the exercises to try this week in Minda Zetlin's book is what if you just stopped feeling guilty? I realize that feeling guilty is part of being a parent and that it's not easy to turn the guilt off, but just for a moment, Try to imagine what it would be like if you did. Don't imagine that you finally do everything right, but merely that you do everything the same as you did yesterday and the day before, only all of it is fine with you. Mm. If you could reach this desirable state, what would be different? What would stay the same? Try going just one day with no guilt, one 24-hour period, when every time you think a guilty thought, you stop and say to yourself, Today is no guilt day. I can feel guilty about this tomorrow. At the end of no guilt day, ask yourself how you feel and whether you'd like to have another no guilt day sometime soon. I think that's fun. Um, So 100% of women feel guilty about something 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. About something. You know, if if you're not a parent, there's probably something that you feel guilty about. Maybe you feel guilty because you're not a parent. Gosh. Right? <laughs> the guilt and shame placed on women and motherhood and all the aspects of that is just ridiculous. Um, and, you know, we're not perfect. Perfection does not exist. No, it doesn't. We talked about that a couple weeks ago with Carol. We talked about that, how much weight is put on a woman. Uh And and that was a couple of chapters ago where we Uh talked about that, definitely. So we've talked about how it's just different because women, it's like, things are blamed on women. That shouldn't be. That have nothing to do with us. Or that shouldn't even have a blame or guilt associated with them. I have a question. <clears throat> Who decided we needed to wear bras? <laughs> Who decided that? I mean, I totally get like not getting punched in the face when you're working out, right? Right. But sometimes you need a little support. But yeah, I can't remember. I don't, you right. know, and I feel like that's a history question I should know the answer to and I don't. Right. I feel so. like it would be fun to find out. So if you know the history behind why bras exist, let us know. Um, then do you think they replace corsets? Is that well, yeah, but like, even is it the cool even corset then they thing? covered like there was brassiere kind of things for like eons because yeah. like, you had to cover your nipples because guilt and shame. And who decided that that was a thing? 
Right. Oh, when did we have to start? When does he have to start doing that? And uh, some people might say it goes dates back to Adam and Eve and things like that. Anyway, we're curious. Wow. <laughs> Hippopotamus. Go back on. <laughs> okay. Um, but here's here's the thing. Number two, choose what you will fail at. You know you're not going to be perfect. What requires your energy to do well? And what Maybe can you, you let go? Let go. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the example that she uses in her book is when she interviewed Oliver Burkham, author of the book 4,000 Weeks Time Management for Mortals. He made a suggestion that she immediately fell in love with choose what you will fail out because it's impossible to succeed at everything. Cooking is one of the things he says he's willing to fail at. <laughs> like I am okay with that not being my thing. Right. <clears throat> right. So picking that and then mm-hmm. being okay with how do I fill that need? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a different cool. It's I'm gonna choice. suck at this, but I still want to eat well and take care of myself. So instead I'm gonna order some HelloFresh because it tells me how to do it and sends me the ingredients. You know, right. Whatever. Or, uh <clears throat> or maybe it's hiring a personal chef that cooks your meals once. So. Right. You know, whatever that yeah. looks like to you, you know. Oh, There's I decided I'm going right? to be okay with sucking at this thing. But I, I can find a, a great alternative to keep myself feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that wraps up this week's reading. Reading and things like that. There's so much more that we obviously contingent on yeah but i'm really excited to um just bring you guys this week's post on the quarter because it's um supported by some of the most amazing people that i know and i know that they could really use your help and support right now so Coming up next is all the information, and in the links below will be whatever you need to be able to donate to their cause. They are amazing. They really need your help right now. Please um, give them a shout out, share this podcast, and have an amazing week. Namaste. Namaste. Mm-hmm. Ah.